Welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. We took uh, we took last Thursday off, Scott. But yeah, I think a little busy. Okay. It was Life a, got in the way. Yeah, it was a mental health day. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a mental health. We got our we got our bearings in order. Um, took care of some life stuff and something. And, Bryce Harper would say. That's right. And we're going to talk about him this episode. We get we got some nice um, nice topics. We're coming at yep. you on a Monday, so the sports weekend is still pretty fresh. And because we're so early in the week, we're not going to do a weekend sports appetizer at the end of the show. We're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to dip into the leftovers. Okay, the leftover bin. Of uh, Thanksgiving. You got any Thanksgiving lefto- leftovers? That's what the, I mean, thanks, Thanksgiving still from this turkey? point. That, I, may have had, I may have had it over the weekend. You know, you, you reach into the back there. We still got a turkey carcass sitting in the fridge, go. actually. Got to make some turkey soup. Yeah, there you go. Because turkey soup is arguably the best part of, of any leftovers. Um, however, that's a conversation that we probably should have already talked about. <laughs> let's uh, let's jump into why we're here, Scott. Okay. Um, sort of a miserable sports weekend. Just you know, thinking about the the skins. They had a tough one. Yeah, it was a tough one to swallow. Um... I don't know. I was I was happy with Kirk and and the way they played. Ultimately, um, it's tough to see them not come away with a win. Um, hats off to you know Larry Fitz who had a heck of a day, and and the Cardinals who just you know, um, I was I was watching with a buddy in a bar and we we're like you know, uh, the Arizona Cardinals is like that old man pickup basketball team that you just can't seem to beat. You know they just kind of like just get things done. Very fundamental. Um, I mean, David Johnson's a great running back. Uh. Carson Palmer gets the job done, and Larry Fist just catches the ball. It's just, it's just solid all the way around. You know, that's a, that's a good team. That's, that's I feel like is underperforming this year. Yeah, and uh, Larry Fitzgerald actually set a record. Um, well, not a record. He's he's on all time list. He's third for receptions. I mean, he doesn't drop anything, and we no. saw that. We saw that yesterday, and I like that. I like the old. I like the old man basketball, or like, or like the old guys and old guys in softball who are pleased yeah. with just taking a walk, like walking and in, in yeah, slow yeah. pitch softball. Because hey, they get to first, and that's all they need. And then they'll just meander it around. That's it's amazing what, that's what you look. could do. Just like what you said, if you just catch the ball, it's so easy. Yeah, and that's something we saw. We saw the Redskins with a few drops. Yesterday, but I can think of four examples that it was really Kirk's. I don't think Kirk played well yesterday. I think this is one of his worst games of the season. Um, granted, he's up against the best defensive line in the league, so that's part of the reason why I don't think he. I don't think he played all that well. But there are four. There were four passes where he just like short armed it. It was almost like he threw a short hop, and it was you know he threw one to D Jack, and then to uh, um, Garcon, and there were there were two others, and I don't like seeing a quarterback throw it short, especially when it's only like a six yard pass, because that doesn't mean it's to me that's not being rushed or anything. That's like short arm and a mental. Well, that's thing. something that Kirk has built his game around is being accurate. 
Right. You know, that's just if anything else, he's not athletic. He's not he doesn't have a rocket arm down the field. He's just accurate and he makes the right decisions. And that's a game manager. And and if he can't be doing that, I mean, I'm not gonna say like make a change or anything, but I'm not gonna be one of those guys. But let's yeah. just let's just get back on track next week. Yeah, I like it. I um I I, I wanna point out that a lot of people are beefing be beefing about coaching in this game. And honestly, I don't think you can you can put the blame on coaches yesterday. I can think of only two occasions where I want to blame the coaches. Number 1 is the pass to run ratio. And the pass to run ratio, I believe 37 passes and 18 runs. That's normal for the skins, though. Yeah, but not when I mean Kelly's been Kelly's been running okay, and even yesterday he was uh, he had only I think twelve twelve touches, yeah, and he was averaging four point seven yards a carry, like handed to him more. Um, so that and then one play they're in the red zone they're on the one yard line and they bring back that ridiculous fade fade route yeah to <laughs> to to D, to D Jack, like first of all, the play doesn't work. That must work in practice or something. And that's that's something that I was going to say. You know, maybe I don't want to put it on the coaches because we have no idea. Maybe they did that 49 out of 50 times at practice, and we have no idea. But I just can't imagine it working with one of your smallest wide receivers against the best corner in Patrick Peterson. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, no. Um, no. But everything else... You know everybody. Everybody blaming Joe Barry for the for the poor defensive play. I don't. I mean, I don't think you could do that. You know, nah, he's it's coaching. It's not one guy. It's not one play. Well. It's not one aspect. It's a, it's a team game. You know, it was a team loss. They lost like a team. Um, so, who do we got next week? Who's who's on the docket? Philly. That's right. That's right. The dirty, dirty birds. And yeah, they are dirty. We'll talk about it more. We'll talk about it more on Thursday. Something that I heard Sounds today, good. though, I'm going to throw your way. Carson Wentz, all of a sudden, they're not liking his throwing motion. They want to change up staff? his throwing motion. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, his elbow's too low. Oh, that's a good thing to do in the middle of the season. Can, I mean, can you change? A can we just wait until after the season now? Well, I don't know. I mean, they. What, they well, now they you figure from, it out? Is it something he's doing differently? Or that he's been doing his whole entire career. I mean, that's just how he throws. You can't fix a quarterback's arm motion. They tried right. doing that with Tebow, and Tebow's just disaster. Wow. Um, but it's that's just how he throws, and it's gonna it's gonna stay the way he throws. And it'll be interesting to see what the Redskins' poor poor defense does against uh, does against Carson Wentz. Um, so that's who we got. But we'll talk about that more on Thursday. One other thing I wanted to run by you that happened in the NFL over the weekend um, last night. It's weird that we did not see Cam Newton start for the Carolina Panthers. So it was backup, Derek Anderson. And it was just one play. It was the first play <laughs> of the game. And, it, and Derek Anderson happened to throw a pick. And it wasn't even his fault. It bumped off the, it bumped off the tight end's hand, or the wide receiver's hands. Um, yeah. And it was, just a, it was an unfortunate play. But it came out that that Cam Newton was benched because he violated a team a team dress code. He didn't wear a tie. Um, 
yeah. he didn't want, he didn't want to tie and he was making excuses and so I just wanted to maybe uh ask coach Boone I wanted to coach what he thought trade him for his find a drunk you got to find a drunk and 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 trade him for his tie that's what that's what cam Newton should have done in the first place come um, on there's there are ties out there go to a Go to that XXL destination or whatever that's called. I don't know the the fat guy store. Well, yeah. Well, apparently they even offered him one, and he was just saying no, nah, no. Nah. Oh, I hate that's an ex- that's such an excuse. That's why. I mean, that's why he was. I mean, that's why he was benched. Right. Right. Come on, benched. Cam Newton. Thought it's, it was funny. You know what? That that whole story, just Cam Newton in general. Now that you got me on the topic of Cam Newton, what a disappointment, man. Yeah. What a really what a fall, fall from, from grace. grace. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Did you say that at the same time? No. Oh. We weren't weird like that. Yeah, we did. We said at the same time. I think well, I think we've used that line before in earlier episodes. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, you sure? I mean, that really sums it up. Sums it up good. Sums it up well. All from I mean, he's he's the MVP last year. He was unstoppable. And he goes from unstoppable to just like just being just I don't know. I don't even I don't even know how to put it. So he's a different quarterback. Yeah. You know, I, you only see this with a few yeah, guys, you know. What comes to mind and fresh in, in Washington uh DC fans had is RG three. Mm-hmm. You know, you go from such a stud with so much promise, so much ability, to just a complete flop in in one year. Yeah. So what's going on? What like, what do you is that that's gotta be mental, right? I do you think I don't he stopped working is. in the offseason? No, I don't. Plan changed. The offensive line changed. His receivers changed. It could be a lot of reasons, but it's just been disappointing. Yeah, and I mean, it's not like he. I feel like last year was just sort of a fluke year. I mean, that's fourteen and two. Were they fifteen and one? Well, yeah, they only lost. They only lost one game. Yeah, I, I mean, just just Cam's his his years before last. I mean, there weren't anything particularly. I don't think there's anything particularly special about it. I mean, he was a stud at Auburn. He came out. Um, he was number one overall, wasn't he? Yeah. In yeah, yeah. 2000, oh. 2011. Yeah, it got to be 2010 or 2011. Um, and then he just sort of was in the league, and then boom, all of a sudden, you know, five years later, he's the MVP. I don't know. I mean, a disappointment for sure. I just thought it was a funny story. All this ridiculous fashion in the NFL. Like, did did you see all the cleats? All the cleats yesterday. Yeah, yeah. That's that's Any a new thing on now. That? It's painting the cleats. Um, the NFL is trying to get behind it by like you know sponsoring guys wearing their cleats and everything like that. But I'm I'm sure it, I'm sure the NFL is seeing a nice check because of it. Because they <laughs> wouldn't be doing it if. And, and by the way, I think if anybody's being duped into thinking that. It like the, the the first thought in a player's mind. This is gonna sound negative, but if anybody's really thinking that the first thought in a player's mind is whatever charity that he's playing for, I mean that's ridiculous. They're doing this because oh, it's flashy. It looks it's it's still all about them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So just a heads up. They could just write a twenty thousand dollar check straight to the charity. Yeah. You know, without I mean, without wearing the cleats. Yeah. Who cares? And our due to the week. Today, here on this Monday, will have nothing to do with anybody's cle- This person didn't even wear cleats over the weekend um, Ooh, because he's hurt. It's a good one. This, this is, I, oh. think, I think you'll like this one. Tony Romo. 
No, no, he'll never, <laughs> he'll never be my dude of the week, Scott. Ever. <laughs> um, but with that, that was the NFL. It was tough, uh, tough skins game. We'll look forward to the Eagles game on Thursday. But with that, let's go down a level to college football. The college football playoff. The teams have been decided. Now, before we get into it, Scott, I have a grievance I would like to air with you. Okay. If you want to listen to it. It's a prob it's a big problem that I have. It's been bothering me. I feel like I have all the grievances that I air on this on the show. You, you, do. Not, you don't have any grievances. Uh, I have the This is this is a grievance. This okay. is the festivus airing of grievances. <laughs> um and good, I've had it usage. for the past two years. Can With the new system? Me, no. Well, since it's that's part of it, can you tell me why it's the college football playoff singular and not playoffs? Any, no, any like an English teacher? No, no. I mean, seriously, why? Why is it singular? There's more than one game. Why does that have to be playoff? Wow. It's like when you're flipping through the TV and. You see MLB baseball, Major League Baseball baseball. It just annoys me. I want someone to fix it. I want it to be called the college football playoffs so you know, I can stop complaining. Me and the rest of the commoners in this in this country that aren't English teachers and don't have to listen to kids and correct their papers all day, then yeah. Yeah. That would that would bug me if I was that. I'm but just saying I'm not, I hope someone fixes so, this travesty really not the worst thing in the world well scott it's not the worst thing in the world but it's a slight discomfort that i would like other people to know Maybe about i think yeah. it's kind of interesting sure all right sure. So, so what do you think these four teams <laughs> alabama Ohio state clemson really washington are those yeah. the four best teams yes 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 i, I think, think so, so too i think so too now any thoughts on the big 10 champion Penn State. No, it's a flawed it. system. It, it really is the flawed system. There's no right answer to to uh, what's going on. You know, there's a bunch of different um, solutions we can talk about, and I talked about, I think one of those two or three weeks ago. Um, but no, I think those are the four best teams. I so think it, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, it is, it what, is what it is. What it Washington. Is we, we just got to live with it. Is gonna get. They're all gonna get smacked by Alabama, and right. we're all gonna just live with it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it really, I guess it really doesn't matter because, I mean, Alabama's going to win. There's no yeah. way Alabama loses. Oh, yeah. Game against Florida over the weekend was just embarrassing for the Gators. I mean, they embarrassed them. It was like it was like the it was like a varsity team playing the freshman team in a scrimmage. It's good for nobody. Nobody. Yep. Alabama has a monopoly on college football. <laughs> Does seem like it. However... There have been upsets. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to sure. be good. I mean, I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be good TV. Yeah, you, you got to watch um, other bowls. Going to talk about it right now. I went to the American Athletic Conference Championship over the weekend. Saw Navy uh, play Temple. Kind of get steamrolled there, didn't they? Yeah, it was good. Good old dump trucking. Um, uh. Two best players and their quarterback worth and main slot back gully both got hurt on the same play. Each of them broke uh, his foot on the same play in the Wait, second they quarter. They each broke their foot? Yeah. 
Um, I think Gully, Wright, and Worth left. Wow. Um, those two. I may, I may have those. I may have those reversed. But they both but had the same injury on the same play. Same injury, same play, and then get this. Worth stayed players. in for for one more play. Wow. And then had to go limping off because he had a bone broken in his foot. And yeah. so it was, it was tough watching the rest of the game. Temple's defense, man, good gosh. Um, but because of the loss, they dropped six spots in the rankings. Six. Yeah. Nobody dropped as much as six over the weekend. I mean, granted, got a quick hook. Not, not everybody's playing the um, big games. But, yeah, so they're 25 now, and that sort of messed them over for for a bowl. They had a pot, they'd possibly play in the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. Um, and now they're stuck playing in the Armed Forces Bowl. They're playing Louisiana Tech. Armed Forces Bowl stinks. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, um, Louisiana Tech is one conference USA. Um, so moving on, any other bowls you excited for? Um, bowl schedule came out. I don't know if you have a. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it. I don't have a handy on me now. Um, no. I really don't. Well, we're uh, both the ex- Penn State is playing. Um, who who are they playing? They're playing somebody good. Uh, USC. Yeah, that's right. Penn State USC. I can't remember what the what the bowl they're in though is called. Oh, that's the Rose Bowl, dude. Oh yeah, that's yeah yeah Pac twelve always in the always in the Rose Bowl. That's right. Yeah yeah. Bad. No, um, but that's that's going to be good. There. I think I think uh, USC is one of the hottest teams in the country. Uh, I think they what they lost three and three in a row to start the year, and they haven't lost a game since. I mean, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Excited for the playoff. I think they got it right. Um, couldn't help but think of Urban Meyer's comments. Urban Meyer, uh, and that this was definitely talked about recently. Uh, two years ago, Urban Meyer said, "If you do not win your conference, you do not deserve to be in the college football playoff." Singular. And yeah. it's interesting because Ohio State, not the Big Ten champs. I'm just wondering if karma will come back to bite Urban Meyer. Well, you know who will come back to bite Urban Meyer is Jonathan Allen and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Yeah. I mean, do they really have a shot? I, I mean, even looking at the, the Ohio State-Michigan game, Michigan should have won that game. Jim Harbaugh is just a big, dumb idiot. Michigan should have won. They both made a couple of bad plays. We, we we haven't even had a show since that game. But it's just, I mean, we'll see. It'll, it'll definitely be... Well, definitely a good bowl season. Always like it when that time of year comes around. Oh, of course. Of course. Certainly. It's that, and then it's college basketball. Just kind of right. hits you bang, bang. That's right. It's, you know, and and here's one thing I'll say why I'm against your idea of an eight-team or of a 16-team playoff is simply because I don't think I could be invested in college football until March, because that's how long it would no, take. No, they're not going to do though. What they would do is they shorten the season. Yeah, but then how could you get a legitimate winner out of a shorter season? Well, no, you you shorten the non-conference season. So I think they play two, three games non-conference. Yeah, but see, if I'm not mistaken. I, why not just do one or two? I think you're solving one problem, and then you're just creating a bigger problem. 
I mean, you can't solve a problem without creating one, but I think in that case, you don't want to shorten the season. But I don't think a longer postseason is necessarily the answer. It's something we talked about a lot uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, Um, that's what it was. And as the you know as they as they come closer, New Year's, I'm sure we'll be talking about it more. However, I think something we do have to talk about: Major League Baseball switching yeah, gears. There's some, there's switching some big gears moves fast. There. We have some new rule changes. The All Star Game now means nothing. Good in baseball. Finally, why good, dude? It, you know, you talking about traditions all the time. It and took here you thirteen. Say, no, it th- no what. They've only been doing this for thirteen no, years. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That is. Good doing that, and it's been horrible for thirteen years. No, the I, game means absolutely nothing. I do like it. I do. It's because oh. it's the only sport where the All Star Game does mean. How that's is that? Gonna, how is that? Be a big fair dumb joke. How is that fair at all? No, 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 no. I disagree with you there, my friend. Yeah, the National League pitchers should have done a better job and not given up home runs this past All Star Game to Salvador Perez and. And, oh, and Eric Hosmer back best to record. back. Should be the team with the best record going into the World Series. End of story. Yeah. I think most people most people like it. Most people the like g- the rule change, not the all-star game. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, However, how, about this? how about years. this guy? The guy who was in charge when that rule change was made, Bud Selig, go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. He was the commissioner of baseball for a long time. Um, but a lot of people will ever like have his name tarnished, you know, the the Pete the Pete was that the Pete Roses, the the st- the steroids, the Barry Bonds, the Mark McGuire's, all Absolutely. those guys. He was well, he was the guy. And granted it's just tough. I mean, that's just part of the time, too. Sure. You know, that's just when that's just the time. Um, can't really, you know. You, I mean, you were in charge when the times were changing. Not, I mean, not much you could do about that. Um, mm. But he's only. I think he's the fifth of ten baseball commissioners to go to the Hall of Fame. So he's in sort of a coveted group, the yeah. top fifty percent. But <laughs> next rule change: tobacco products can no longer be indulged upon. By rookie players, so first-year players, next year will no longer be able to use tobacco products in the stadium. Baseball has outlawed a legal substance. Scott, your thoughts? Ooh, it's always my thoughts, you know. It's never (laughs) – I've always the opinionated one. Um, Well, I give the thing, and then you give opinion, then we discuss. And we talk about it, that's – that's the it's way a, we're doing this a, thing. It's a, it's a news to me. For after, after three months and twelve episodes, that's news to me right there. But yeah, yeah I like it. You know, um, no, I think this is the right way to do it. Um, if you're going in, if you're moving towards that, anyway, I, I get what you're saying. The legal substance—they're banning a legal substance. Um, but you know, it's private industry, and they have a right to do what they what they please. Um, but you know. There was always a discussion of like they were banning it at ballparks like, you know, New York, D.C., Boston. I think L.A. had a restriction um, and a few others. And they were they were banning it that way. And I don't think that was going to work, you know, across the board. Really, people were still going to get around it. 
but this is a way to cut it kind of at the base of the problem and and not have it go any further so you know in 10 15 years you know what'll be interesting is like in like 15 years the last guy that's still allowed to use tobacco products there's he's gonna be like a legend yeah. you know <laughs> he's gonna be like I'm still. He's gonna be like laughing at everybody else, and it'll be like a big deal when he's when he's gone. Well, he'll just be know? the only one who's allowed to have. That's what a I mean. Tobacco. It'll That's what be, I mean. I mean, like everybody's, still, everybody's still gonna be using, you know, or not using like like it's a drug. Well, I guess technically. What do you but mean? Yeah, the no, there's there's I mean, there's nobody gonna be able to do it on the field. But Scott and he's if, gonna be throwing in hammers. If I th- I feel like if we actually think they're not putting in fatal lippers on the field, if this well, is actually get- that's what they're moving cr- towards. That's the that's the idea. Of this thing. Guess guess what year they banned smokeless tobacco products in minor league baseball? Oh, I have no idea. Nineteen ninety three. There's no way that's they that help hold that. That, that is exact. Well, they di- it's some guy who walks into the locker room. And, you know, everybody probably just, oh, yeah, here comes tobacco check guy. Let me just hide my log here, you know, in my in my bag or whatever. I mean, they, they do these rules. They can't enforce them. How are they going to no. enforce that? Well, you can find them. You can find people. Ah, find people. That's, that's how you do it. I right guess. there. The MLB. Can of tobacco now costs $10,000. MLB is going to turn to the NFL now. Can't do anything without being fined. Yeah. Oh yeah. Interesting. How else do you enforce without making it monetary? I don't know. Maybe you do the old like you do the old the old timey you know dad catches you away. You know what I mean? You know dad catches you and then and then, and then you got to put the whole thing in and then <laughs> swallow it and then you got to do that and then go pitch a couple innings. Get real creative <laughs> with it. I um, like it. I like it. Just someone coming in. All right, son. You know what this means. <laughs> never. Oh man. Never. Never indulge again. <laughs> so, other baseball news. Bryce Harper is greedy. I guess that's not news. However, <laughs> he wants four hundred million dollars. Oh, what a wrong move. Why by is it everybody? a wrong move? Just because it's after. It's a, too early. Poor year. It's too early. Yeah, it it's after early. a poor and it's, year. And it's after a bad year. A lot can change in two years. You know, a lot can change. Like he could get worse. He could get way worse. So why is he? You know, why doesn't he like take a? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what he's thinking. I'm glad he has confidence in himself that he is worth four hundred million dollars. But uh, as as we've talked about over the past twelve episodes. This might be the highest Bryce Harper stock is going to be in this entire career. Mm. Very possible. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's still young though. I mean, twenty four years old. Like he, I mean, he could still be a good baseball player. Yeah, t- yeah. Two thousand eighteen. It's not. It's not hard to believe that that's going to be his peak. Um, it's unfortunate to think about, but I don't know. It's a story that I want to I want to sort of keep up with and 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 keep mentioning here on the show, sort of like we did with with Tim Tebow. That sort of slowly, you know, faded faded away. So we'll be doing the same thing with with Mister Bryce Harper. Um, other than that, as they fade away, what? 
we've had a few of those topics that we talk about every week and then all of a sudden just kind of fade. Definitely. One, though, one's making a comeback with a vengeance. And his name's Tiger Woods. Oh, baby. Are we saving that for Thursday? Um, well, let's give a little, let's wet their beaks a little bit. Just so a little. What's going on? Okay. Just a little tease. A we'll little feed tease, you baby birds. Tease for Tiger? Yeah, there you go. Okay. A little Tiger tease. Did and then you, we'll talk about it in depth on, on Thursday. Okay. Fair enough. Did, did you watch him play over no, the weekend? I Were you it. able I, to have I, a. I saw his final stats. Um, He shot, what, a, a three over? Uh, no, he shot a one over the first day. One over the first day. And then, I mean, absolutely played like crazy on yeah. Friday. He shot like a seven under. And then from there, it was just bogey city. He shot more birdies than anybody. He just also shot more double bogeys than anybody. Yeah, well, um, that's what Tiger is going to be. I mean, maybe this isn't that much of a conversation. Um, but to me, Tiger is going to win the, a few crappy tournaments here and there. And I don't think he'll ever be able to pull out a major again. I th- you don't think so? No, I, I think th- I think this was a pleasant surprise for oh, of course for tiger fans and and tiger himself i'm not a huge oh, tiger yeah. fan i'm a huge tiger um, fan well i mean what he does for golf is is different from my opinion of him i think it's been honestly i think it's been good for the golf world that he hasn't been playing the past the past uh really but since, even you and i growing up watching tiger woods personally i don't think i would have watched as much golf as i did when i was a kid if Tiger wasn't involved. You don't think so? No, I do not think so at all. Interesting. You wouldn't have just been happy with Daly, you know, watching John Daly grip it and rip it and grip it and sip it? I don't know. He, he attracted you. His dominance and his swagger and the way he went about, the way he wore, wore the red um, polo on Sundays. It was yep. awesome. And just the young, you know, he was. I feel like he was the first just young man to be – to be dominant in a sport that was mostly, you know, guys, old white, dudes. Old, old white dudes sort of almost past their prime of athletic years, it seems like. like and he comes in some, and he's ripped up and he's fist pumping and but, this is great. But, but even now, some, some guys say that he's still the most, I mean, he's more athletic than some of the, you know, 20, 25-year-old guys out there. Which I think is uh, crazy. Then, then what the heck was holding him back? If yeah, you know, really? the only thing holding him back was was his a bad knee. That nah, was his head, man. It's it's mental. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what he's got a lot of demons. Elon um, really uh, screwed screwed him up, huh? Yeah, but no, um, he's kind of screwed himself up. <laughs> he did a lot, but we can we're gonna talk about. Th- I want to I want to play a little game called "What Has Happened in the World." It's a very long title. What has happened in the world since Tiger won his last PGA? I mean, it was in 2013. It wasn't like all that long ago, but I'm sure we come up. You with better some... not be stealing this from something. No, I I thought it. I mean, I mean there's, someone there's copyright. It's a gr- I mean, it's a great bit. I haven't heard it. I, I thought of this. I thought uh, of this before. I mean, before he teed off on Thursday. All right, sounds uh, great. What has happened in the world since Tiger won his last major? Do some research. We're going to play on Thursday. We got to come up with some good ones. Okay. Okay. Sounds maybe good. We'll, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll tally it up or something. We'll ask all 10 of our listeners to be like, hey, who who won? Scott or Sean? All 10 of you. What do you think? <laughs> um, okay. Let's, uh, 
Let's move on to dude of the week. I guess it'll be two dudes of the week. But this guy, everybody knows, J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt didn't okay. wear fancy cleats over the weekend because he was obviously he's on he's on IR and has been since about week four. He donated $10,000 to a Houston area high school football player in a playoff game, in this high school playoff game. Poor kid uh, suffered a brain injury and then slipped into a coma. And then J.J. Watt donated $10,000 for him. Just, you know, I mean, anything that goes along with that, I can't even imagine uh, medical bills, other things of that nature. And then and then they started a GoFundMe page, and, and, and J.J. Watt wrote something nice on the page. He says, if there's anything that I could do to help, please let me know. Sending my best wishes to... Um, to the family, so ten thousand yeah. bucks, and he didn't. It's a good one. He didn't need to wear it on his feet in fancy colors. That's just being a normal human being. That's what normal Americans do: is donate to the GoFundMe page, ten bucks, and write well wishes. If you need anything, let me know. That's what normal people do. That's right. You know? It's but not ten thousand dollars is easy for JJ Watt. He can afford that. Like I can afford ten bucks. Yeah, well, I, very true, but, you know, you, you don't hear, I mean, you hear, I feel like you hear more $10,000 fine stories oh, yeah. than you do yeah, yeah. giving that's a charity. That's what we're trying to do to the week. Exactly. And, and there are a lot of these guys out there that we don't know about and that, you know, people don't know about. I feel like that's part of part of our job here on Perpetual Sports Talk. Well, a lot of nice. negative I'm sure J.J. Watt wasn't looking for this publicity. You know, uh, he wasn't looking not. to be like. I'm gonna be paid as a nice guy. That's just who he is as a man. Right. He he didn't he didn't know that you know 15 random people in the Northern Virginia area would be hearing this reported on Perpetual Sports Talk. You know no, he did it nobody anyway. Knows. <laughs> he, did, he did it. Making anyway. it big here um, in the airwaves of the nation. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's uh so so JJ Watt. He is our he is our dude of the week. Really, I guess uh, dude. You know, half due to the week because because we're gonna have another one on Thursday. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, we're, so we're, we got no weekend appetizer this week. We got no weekend appetizer. However, we do have new segment. What are we moving on to, Scott? What do we have here? No weekend left or weekend leftover. Not weekend appetizer. No weekend appetizer. Weekend leftovers. Uh, we're we're looking in the fridge and and see what we got. Got some tunes for you. Um, so what's your weekend leftover? Uh, nothing, nothing really going on. Um, shout out to Mason basketball, man. You know, I have a lot of respect for that. We have a lot of times, a ties being alumni. Five game winning streaks. Yeah. They're going for six against Penn state tomorrow or on Wednesday. I'm sorry. That's right. Um, man, I gotta say they started out the year slow, but trust the process, you know? That's right. Just the process. It's good to see, you know, how much I respect you know, Paulson and that that staff over there. Um, but they've they're they're right of the ship, and they've done it in an, unco- in an unconventional way. You know, they've done it with four guards, which is which is interesting to see as a college uh, college basketball guy. Um, but that's the way the game is moving towards. You know, moving towards the more athletic, positionless basketball. That's right. Um, and just key players, just just. Marquise Moore being a senior and stepping up and averaging a double double. That's you know, that's incredible. I mean, 
It's incredible at every level. Yeah, know? he's. I'm not sure if he's averaging a double double, but oh, sure he seems like it in the past. He is. Uh, yeah. Just in this in this winning streak alone, um, it's great seeing a senior step up in a underclass heavy heavy team. Um, so yeah, Mason, great weekend, and it was great to see them win. Just because I feel like all of our other teams lost, um, but yeah, it was great. And they got Penn State tomorrow, and yeah. we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about that along with other college basketball. Our next episode on Thursday. Um, one more thing. West Virginia beats UVA, snaps a UVA home game winning streak. Twenty, They had 24 games they won at home until um, the Cavaliers fell to the Mountaineers over the weekend. Um, it's just, it, just all these upsets going on in, in college basketball, even before conference play starts. But, again, we'll talk more college basketball on Thursday. So that's episode 12, Scott. It is. Hey, episode three 12. months in, man. Three yes. months in. We've been doing this for three months. Can you believe it? And going out to, to Best Buy that one night and, and buying these mics and looking yeah. at all of it and the mics. This is the dream, and, and it's been it's been fun, man. Having fun. I hope people are sort of enjoying listening. Um, not just doing it because they because they're nice. Yeah, probably. Thank you, <laughs> both of you. Um, yeah. <laughs> please keep listening. Um, We'll be back to you Thursday night, so Friday morning you'll be able to you'll be able to tune in. However, that that does that does it for us tonight. This has been episode twelve of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean, and I'm Scott. <laughs>